Well, let's see if it works now. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I am here. Yay! <laughs> Dang! I guess it is Monday. I was two minutes late and it didn't want to work for me. It was saying, well, there you go. You can't start yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> All right. And the word of the day is setback. How appropriate, right? Setback. Something that happens that causes a delay or prevents a process from continuing. Right? A setback. Dean and Joe just had a setback. Um, your setback is just a setup for your comeback. And that's by Steve Harvey. Um, to have a comeback, you have to have a setback, which is so true. And that is by Mr. T. Um, so, um, have you experienced a setback in your life? Did you have audio problems on purpose? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. That actually gets me all kind of not, I don't want to say Twitter pated because Twitter pated is a good thing. It gets me all kind of like, ah, like, oh my gosh. Um, all right. So at various times in our lives, we are met with setbacks, failures, and obstacles. Um, let's see. Some might be small, like a speed bump, just enough to slow us down. Um, others are huge. They are like a wall and stop us right in our tracks. Um, but while difficult, challenging, and often heartbreaking, all of them give us an opportunity. We need to pause, restart, learn, grow, and to reshape our lives. My life has been full of setbacks and obstacles, like I'm sure you guys have. Um, I've lost loved ones, missed opportunities, been hurt by people who have said they loved me. I've had suffered from injuries, accidents, anxiety, and being overwhelmed. Some setbacks sat me crying in my room for days. Um, some just left me with self-doubt. But through them all, I have learning how to honor them, getting through, and use them to prepare for a better future full of success. Um, when we are in a pit, we often cannot see it at the time, but I'm learning um, there are no mistakes on my journey. Every scar has been uh, there to make me stronger. Each failure has helped me learn. Each setback has a strange way of setting me up for the next setup in my life. Um, we all know how it feels to experience disappointment, defeat, and loss. All of us have challenged, um, being challenged by situations that leave us frustrated and discouraged. Maybe you've been through divorce, lost your job, have a health problem, or have lost a loved one. Whatever type of setback you might be facing, big or small, there are ways to help you get through those tough times. One of the biggest ways is to use your setback to make a difference in a powerful way. How, you might ask? Let me tell you, by using your setback to help others. We can comfort, help, and strengthen others when they go through the same things we've experienced. Who is better at helping someone with an addiction than somebody who has been through addiction themselves? One going through cancer better than someone who is still going through it. Who is better to help a parent who has a kid who's dealing with something better than somebody who has a daughter or son who's going through the same tough times? 
Our hurt is never wasted. What you are most embarrassed about, what you most regret, what has hurt you is what should use what you should use to help others. Um, you always help people more through your weakness than through your strength. Listen to that one again. You always help people more through your weaknesses than your strength. Falling on hard times is not easy for anyone. Being able to learn from what you are going through is much needed for growth. Without growth, there is no progress. Without progress, there is no future. So, um, of course, I have something to play for you. Let's I hope that this works. Let me turn off this music. There we go. Um, and oh, where did I go? <laughs> it's down here. Um, uh, shoot. I think it's this one. Um, no. Damn it. Where did it go? Oh, no. Okay. La, la, la. It's one of those days. It's Monday. Um, that's not it. That's not it. Holy hell. There it is. Damn. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how talented <laughs> you are. I don't care how much you work on yourself. There are some times when things aren't going to go right. Just like this there morning. Are times when anything that can happen will happen. Life happens. I bam, bam. The unexpected. Take two. <laughs> the uncalled for. The unintentional. We've been damaged emotionally, damaged spiritually. It may be your business. It may be your heart that is broken today. It may be the number in your bank account that is screaming, you are broke. You can break physically. You can break mentally. You can break your heart. You can break your spirit. And all of those are going to leave a mark. But the mark that they leave I can be run, the mark I of victory or can be the mark of defeat. It is staying with the breaking that produces the blessing. It is not what you go through that determines where you end up. It's who you listen to. Because I think right now you are walking through a valley between two voices. One is wisdom, one is worry. One is gratitude, one is grumbling. One is blame, one is faith. Because every time you break, and in every way that you break, wow, it's a chance for you to give up and for you to fall apart. But there's also opportunity to get stronger get smarter and get faster and get tougher and get more stable and get more resilient and get better what i need you to do is i need you to find a reason to keep going and if you can find a reason to keep going i know you're strong enough to do it because you're human and every human has what it takes to get past whatever they're going through if they decide to push through it push through it Tragedy and trials come to everybody. Only the strong survive. The fight isn't over. The fight is just beginning. You have the opportunity to show the world what you are really made of. I need you to look at that sickness that's going on in your life right now, whatever it is. I want you to say, I can't be here. 
I can't beat it. I will beat it. I must. I got a family to live for. I ain't through yet. My life ain't over yet. There's some things in life you don't need no degree for. You don't need no money for. You don't need no support for. There's something in life you just gonna get through when you tell yourself, I'm gonna get through this. Regardless of what happens to your life, regardless of the adversity, regardless of the opposition, regardless of the trial and tribulation, nothing can stop you. The only thing that can stop you is you. No situation, no circumstance, no piece of adversity can define your life. Never let a circumstance define And I'm not retreating. I'm not running. I don't care what they say on paper. I don't care if you say we outnumbered. We live by this and we die by this. We don't retreat. We don't run. We gonna stand, we gonna live, we gonna die by what we stand for and everybody gonna know what we represent and what we're a part of. I got staying power. I got staying power. Be encouraged today. That no matter what you walk through, no matter how broken your marriage is, no matter how many times you fail, there is within you a spirit that is greater than whatever is going on around you. If you would be willing to fight your way through this battle, fight your way through cancer, fight your way through that academic Can you struggle, hear me okay, fight you guys? your way through divorce, fight your way through it. If you are willing to fight your way through that singing career, fight your way through okay, great. Thank you. I'm telling you at the end of the fight, it's going to come victory. Bam, bam. I'm going to suck you. <laughs> I'm going to bam you, bam, bam. Michael. <laughs> Michael. As you rise you guys. And as you take the form of who you are supposed to be, you will see. That in the very act of standing up, in the very act of fighting on, you will become and you will remain unbroken. There you go. <laughs> oh, you guys are too much, man. <laughs> you guys know how to mess with me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. The great thing about setbacks <laughs> is that. If you learn how to truly overcome them, you often end up better than you were ever before. It's funny how things always seem to work out that way. Um, you'll look back and you think, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could get through that. You'll get through it. Just like this stupid pod bean. Um, you've got this. I believe in you. So there. <laughs> All right. Before I get into my motivational stories, I found some really good ones for you. Um, I have your joke of the day. So we're going to go over here so I can have my little cheers over here. Um, what do you call a hamburger and a hot dog? Oh, no. Wait a minute. That was me reminding. Where do you, where do hamburgers and hot dogs go dancing? That's what I wanted to say. Out a meatball. the triangle C to the circle. <laughs> You're pointless. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, dad jokes for the day. All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, I'm going to go to um, motivational stories that I found um, that I really liked. Uh, you guys would like to this kid um i don't watch this show so i didn't see it but i, I 
watched his little interview and um, let's, I'm hoping it'll play for you. Uh, let's see. Um, this is a 15, 15 year old Tristan Harper um, from Texas. And I guess I really don't need to read this. Uh, no, no, no. He's not from Texas. I'm sorry. He's from Alabama. Pretty sure he's from Alabama. Um, I think it's going to play. Tell us who you are, where you're from. My name is Tristan Harper and I'm from McIntosh, Alabama. He's 15 Macintosh. years old. How old are you? 15. 15. Yes, oh my Come God. Come on, I, man. If you see this I kid. I have been out country to <laughs> 15-year-old. Tell us your story. Well, you know, um, I grew up in a small town. I've, uh, I've been through a lot in my life. I grew up right here since I was born, basically. I wouldn't trade Macintosh for nothing. There just ain't no place like home. And our town, really, you know, we're, we're Choctaw Indians. We're so proud of Tristan being honored to appear on American Idol. Said Choctaw Indians. you'll be the winner in this competition. So we can say that we have someone. <laughs> My mama wanted us to be something. That's why I got into music. Was it nice growing up? You have your ups and downs, at least I had. By the age of 11 years old, my mom was with my stepdad. He was getting very abusive. We had to leave McIntosh. Then everything, it went sideways just like that. The lowest part of my life was when me and my mom had got home with some sleeping on the sidewalk. I had just turned 12. Life has been hard. Life has been really hard. That's his That's mama. A lot of the reasons why he is so mature like he is, because he's had to take on a role at a very young age. You know, it was not easy me watching my mom sit there and cry that night, you know, and not knowing what to do. I got to that point where I said, God, I'm, I need you to help me. And my papa, he drove all the way from Alabama, Arkansas, nonstop to come and get us. I'm just so proud, boy. Yep, real proud. Just don't forget your roots. You know what? Where you come from. I never thought I'd be able to tell my story to America now, ever. Makes me happy just thinking about it. <laughs> Welcome, T-T-S-C-Z-F-Z-B. I think that that story alone is about as compelling as it's going to get, right? So I just want to get right to the goods, and I'm just going to say this out loud. Please, God, sing, okay? <laughs> Give it to us. All right. A heart on a run keeps her hand on a gun. Can't trust anyone. Well, I was so sure what I needed was more. Try to shoot out the sun. Thank you, VP. In days when we raced, we flew off the page. Such 
But I made it through Cause somebody knew That I was meant for someone So girl, if it moves by the bed We ain't leaving this room Welcome E-M-T-R-E-U-Y-K Someone in medical help for the Magnolia's blue. Hi, Bella. Get your hobby. Hi, Mary. So cover me up and know you're enough to use me for good. It's amazing this kid is 15 years old. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. Thank you. Your voice, you got it. Thank you. When you go into telling a story, you've got us right here. Okay. The purity of your verses, the purity of the B part going into the hook. Oh, I understand, girl. Sure Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you need to. Because your voice. Sometimes you need to voice. protect so, your peace. You were so authentic, so connected to yourself, singing from your soul. It wasn't perfect, but it resonated with me. It was really good. Thank you. Thank I'm you. impressed for 15. Thank you. That's the part. I that is crazy. I'm that he's now what in the hell's bells? How do I get this off my screen? Oh, yeah. um, oh, they all give him, um, they all give him uh, a, a go. Because you're 15. So <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. And just say, don't do that anymore. Uh, right. Just like, don't uh, do those two Yeah. And man, I mean, let me see just, what it says to do. Thank you. Just watch where you're aiming at. Yes, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yes, Okay, where's mom? Oh, yeah. Mom? Who came with you? Uh, my mom, my little brother, my grandparents, and my two aunts. Okay, mom. Come here for a second. You, you want your mom to come in? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's bring your mother in. How you doing, mama? All right. All right. God, I couldn't get that off my screen. It wouldn't come off. I've never had it on here before. So I don't know if he... um. Well, I know he got the three little passes. I'm, I'm not sure how that works. On American Idol, I don't watch it. But they all three told him he was going to Hollywood. But um, if you see this kid, it's just amazing to think that he's 15 years old and all that he's um, seen and gone through in his life. Um, it's just insane. So now let me find the next one. This next one is pretty. The next one is funny if I can bring it back up. Um, it was taken over my screen and it wouldn't let it go off. I don't know. I'm having all kinds of technical difficulties this morning. It's strange. And I didn't, I did not, um, make it go with the word, um, setback either, but it just, uh, it's funny how things work out that way. All right. Bear with me. I'm trying to bring it up. Um, so what are you guys doing on national family day come on come up oh good here it is here it is here it is all right hi asha how are you all right so this one um let's see if it'll play the video it's really cute it's a brother 
maybe it's coming up, who he confesses, he's, of course, his brother's best man. And then he confesses to something. Um, it's almost ready. Let's see. When I was around eight, Dave and Mark uh, were at the house over in Mendenhall and they were playing paintball one day. And I love playing paintball myself. So when DeMar came over and wanted to play, I asked if I could join. And they shot me down. <laughs> like any older brother with any little brother. But like any other little brother, I ran upstairs, I got my stuff anyway. And I was going to follow them whether they liked it or not. When I got my stuff and came downstairs, they were gone. So I uh, picked up a couple of Mark's paintballs and I threw them against the house next door. Now, if you could see the video, his brother's like, wait a minute, because they never knew that he did it. And his friend, who didn't let them go play paintball, he's like, wait a minute, we had no idea. not letting me get in trouble and watch tv that night i thought it was cute because his brother and the friend that didn't let him go play paintball were both in you know in the wedding of course the guy was and um they're like just totally like oh my gosh i can't believe it you we got in trouble because of you and it's been 20 years and now you're confessing it's cute i'll have to post it so you can see it um, and then the last one that i have hopefully it is in here um, and it's not of course, um, <clears throat> everything happens that way. Uh, let's see if I can bring this one up now. <laughs> it is a setback day today. Um, now this is, um, this guy, if I can, okay, here it is. He asked um, Chat GPT. Has do you guys use that? He asked Chat GPT to write a resignation letter as Mora rose from Shit's Creek, um, and they say it's hilarious. Now I wasn't like a avid Shit's Creek fan that I watched it all the time, but I did watch it and it was funny. Um, so, uh, let's see, is it going to come up or is it going to make me read the whole thing? Oh, here we go. My esteemed colleagues, it is with a doleful heart, yet innately dramatic flourish, as I pen this epistle to announce my departure from the place where you currently work. It is with bust forward energy that I mount this steed of possibility and galop towards a new horizon. But know that in my mental rucksack, I shall carry the memories of you, my dear co-workers, to whom I extend my deepest gratitude for contributing to the cacophony of 
chaos that has been the soundtrack of our shared experience. Your presence has provided an amusing supporting cast to the grand spectacle of this professional escapade. Yes, as I bid adieu to this stage, I take with me the echoes of flamboyant meetings, extra elegant copybrights, and the sublime hurly-burly that only a workplace such as ours could provide. Rest assured that, well, for many of you, my departure is not goodbye, but merely au revoir. Until our paths cross again in the theater of life, I leave you with my fondest regards. My and then it just ends that way. But I thought it was funny. Um, if you've ever watched that show, I've never used that that chat stuff. I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of wondering, like, what is it all about? What's it going to put on my computer? I don't know. It's probably nothing to worry about, but. I worry about those things. All right. So with trending, if those of you who have been hiding under a rock and don't know by now, um, BP has Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook and it's trending. So if you haven't gone on Facebook and gave him a follow, please do on Podbean Podcast Nation. And if you have a podcast, um, that is the place where you can go and uh, put it in there. Um Sorry, it just threw me off. That's a place where you can go and tell about your podcast. I mean, he's awesome for putting that together. It's grown super fast. Um, it's crazy. Um, all right. So um, this Thursday, I'm pretty sure we're still up to it. We haven't gotten the documentary yet, and it might just end up being I'm um, watching it together or watching it before. Um, I have to talk to Bam Bam about it, but um, um, hopefully we're still on for this Thursday. Um, and now for, let's see, motive. Music time. <laughs> Some of these are kind of gross, but Taco Bell, we'll start with Taco Bell. They um, have a highly anticipated dessert released, um, really being released nationwide. And it's, it's Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Um, I love gelato, but I'm not sure that I would like Mountain Dew flavored. But if you like that, um, go ahead. Um, it's going to be everywhere. Um, let me see if it has a date. I don't believe it did. It just said nationwide. Mountain Dew um, Gelato. Look for that at your Taco Bell. And then moving on to Wendy's. I'm going to make you guys hungry here. On um, this one, I, this one I would do over that uh, Baja Blast Gelato. This one is um, sugar and spice and everything nice. It is just, um, it's like a little pull apart uh, cinnamon roll in a cup um, that you can get at Wendy's. Um, and I think it's going to be everywhere. Uh, let's see. And it's Cinnabon. It's Cinnabon pull apart little Cinnabon thingies in a little cup. Um, it looks good. I'm not very much a sweet, 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 but it looks good. Um, and then we have, this one's just weird. Um, and for the price, it's just crazy. Um, I already had my breakfast. I grilled cheese breakfast sandwich. And then, you know what? I bet you it was better than anything that I have already talked about or that I'm going to talk about, um, especially this next one. Um, it is... <laughs> Wow, something's really going on. 
it's like not not me click on stuff now. What's the deal with fried chicken ice cream? Oh, holy hell. I can't get back to my, um, I hope you guys can hear me. Um, it's, I can't get back to Podbean. Um, oh, there it goes. All right. Well, now I'm not going to even go back over. Oh no, I just got a message. Does that mean you guys can't hear me? <gasps> I swear what is going on today? Um, let me see what it says. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Coach Kyle, how the heck are you? Have you done your squats or your lunges this morning? I am not going to click back over to try to read you. Um, oh, it closed anyway. But what it was, was fried chicken ice cream. And it has a video and it's, I'll have to post it on the Dina Jo um, Facebook podcast page because it's $110. All right. Um, you have to order it online. It comes like in a, you know, if you were to go to um, KFC, it comes in a little round basket and it looks like drumsticks. It sounds like when he bites into it, it sounds like he's biting into to chicken and it's vanilla ice cream. I'm sure with some kind of crunchy coating. And he said, oh my gosh, I even got a bone and I'm not sure what they use for the bone, but it was like chocolate and something you can tell in the inside of this, um, ice cream fried chicken. Um, but I thought, oh my gosh, that's insane. Crazy because the, he's videotaping himself biting into it and you can hear it crunch as if it was really crispy, crunchy, fried chicken. So, um, that's what I was going to talk about that. It froze my screen up. Um, let's see, I'm not going to talk about that one. Oh, it, let's do it's family day. Um, all over the place. Well, for, especially in Canada, um, family day is celebrated in Canada. Um, I thought I had a family song. I guess it didn't uplift, uh, uh, download or whatever. Um, family song, family day is celebrated in Canada, which is our, I wonder if it's always on president's day. Um, um, it's technically not national. It says federally mandated holiday, but most Canadians live in an area that celebrate it as a Providence level statu statuary holiday. Um, in British Columbia, Alberta, Ontario, New Brunswick, in Saskatchewan as family day in Manitoba. Um, it's as Lewis real day. Oh, okay. And that's, um, kind of interesting because they have, um, that's all today. I was wondering what's Lewis real day. Lewis real day, um, is also today. And then it's also Nova Scotia heritage day. So all those days for, um, my Canadian friends. Um, I have a lot, I have a lot of followers in Canada. They like me, eh? You know what? Because I'm so nice. That's why. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's also, let's see what other days it is. Tug of War Day, which is perfect. If you have a bunch of kids, you can play Tug of War um, unless it's snowing. Is it still snowing out there, Bam Bam? Um, I know he was having a blizzard yesterday. Uh, Islander Day. That would be nice to go out and be on an island today. Um, Nova Scotia, I already said President's Day, of course, for us. Um, and that's about all I'm going to say. Okay. Now I'm going to do some, I can do maybe a couple of these, um, bizarre trivia facts since, um, Podbean was acting up this morning. Um, let's see. The first one I have is, did you know George Washington was one of the country's largest whiskey makers? At his peak in 1799, he made 11,000 gallons of whiskey. 
Mm-hmm. George, George. This one threw me off. I had no idea. I thought it was fake and I had to Google it and read a bunch of stories. <laughs> it says, all the pandas in the world are owned by China. China rents the pandas out to other countries for around $1 million per panda per year. And they ain't shitting. Sorry, guys, but they ain't guys. I, 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 I looked at it and there's stories and it all over. In fact, they're taking them all back. Um, I think, um, where's the story? Um, I think there is just one zoo shoot um i have a story somewhere darn it um there is one zoo that has one panda um and then the rest have all been taken back from china and i thought that's so crazy i had no idea and on top of it how friggin' expensive it is i'm thinking holy hell we're spending all this money for these cute pandas that'll attack you they're really cute but man they'll they'll bite your head off um a million dollars plus a year for pandas? How much money we're going to save? Well, you know, you know what I mean? That's insane. That's a lot of money. And I, I was thinking, I don't know when was the last time that I went to a zoo and saw a panda. We don't have them out here in the Denver Zoo. We haven't had any pandas. So I'm not sure. So they own the Panda Express. Yes, they do. And I was talking to Lewis. I'm like, well, what happens if they if they had two pandas and they had baby pandas on United States soil, is that our panda or is that China's panda? Because it came from the stuff from China. You know what I mean? How do you know? Whose panda is it? I don't know, but they're taking all the pandas back. I thought that was crazy. That is a crazy trivia there. All right, moving on. We'll do a couple more and then I'll get into music. Um, Abraham Lincoln was a professional wrestler. Not the kind you were thinking of, but before going into politics, Abraham Lincoln was the wrestling champion of his hometown. Out of 300 matches he fought, he only lost one. I wonder how they found this out. I mean, is it in a journal or something? Um, there are six seasons in Bangladesh. Um, there, They include, all right, Gizma, which is summer, Parasha, which is rainy, Shorta, which is fall, Himata, which is cool, Sheet, which is winter, and Boshata, Boshoto, which is spring. And that's kind of crazy because if uh, we were having a conversation about um, how they're you how the months used to all have the same amount of days in them and certain things happen. You get down these rabbit holes and you start reading stuff and it's like, Oh my gosh, that's insane. Um, I can see Lincoln giving someone a body slam. I know. Cause he's tall. Huh? Like he picked him up and put him over, just hold him up over like a weight and go bam and slam him on the ground. I know totally 100%. All right. We're going to get into um, music. Um, I have been doing uh, the list of songs, 165 songs that were banned um, after 9-11 happened. Um, Clear Channel had put out a mem memorandum stating that these songs could cause, um, you know, undue stress and, and cause people anxiety, whatever. Um, they used anything that had falling, fire, shooting, death, um, and I can't remember. Oh, New York. 
um, in them. Some of them, and it didn't matter if they were, as we know that we had a What a Wonderful World and those in there too already. Um, some of these are happy songs and a lot of them, you know, they don't have anything to do with what happened, but they just like, yeah, we're going to ban all these songs. So we're going to start. The first one that I have on the list today. Oh, where is it? Come on, Amazon Music. Damn you. Oh, Lord have mercy. We're going to do it this way. I'm telling you guys, it's this is just weird. This is all happening um, on Monday. Uh, right after I said something about setbacks. Now it's not showing it. Gosh, dang it. And I hope it lets me get back to Podbean. Okay, there it is. Thank you, Bam Bam. Um, let me see if it'll bring it up here. Nope, that's not what I want. Please come up. There we go. Pew. Golly, man. All right, I'm just going to keep going. Step back up to step back. Um, the first one, That'll Be the Day by the Crickets. A little bit about the song. That'll Be the Day is the song written by Buddy Holly and Jerry Allison. It was first recorded by Buddy Holly and the Three Tunes in 1956 and re-recorded in 1957 by Holly and his new band, the Crickets. Um, the 1957 recording um, arc archived widespread success. Um, let's see, 1957 recording with certified gold, over 1 million U.S. sales by Recording Industry Association of America, the, the RIAA, in 1969. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1998. Um, it was placed on the National Recording Registry, a list of sound recordings that are um, culturally, historically, and aesthetically important and are informed to reflect life in the United States in 2005. So it's pretty crazy that they would ban it. So here it is. That'll be the day. The crickets. Now, just let it play. <laughs> well, it says it's playing, but I don't hear anything. <laughs> on this day. Man, it is just, it says it's playing, but it's not, I don't hear a damn thing. Let's see. Um, wow, this is insane. What's going on here? Okay, I know what I'm going to do. Hold on. Bear with me. I'm going to have to hold my phone up to the friggin' microphone this whole damn time. Let's see. Amazon Music. Wow, I don't understand what the hell is going on today. Besides, it's trying to test my patience. Um, library. Playlists. I'm going to play this dang song. Um, mm Wow, I don't know. It's not, maybe it's something with Amazon. It's like it's not even coming up on my phone, which is weird. Um. There we go. Oh. Damn. I just figured out what the heck it was doing. 
Holly, along with his older brother Larry, as well as Allison and Sonny Curtis, went to see the film The Searchers, starring John Wayne, in which Wayne repeatedly used the phrase, that'll be the day. This is the line of dialogue inspired the young musicians. That'll be the day. The Crickets, Buddy Holly, the album The Chirping Crickets, 1957. It would chart number one in the U.S., and that's about everywhere. It didn't chart anywhere else. Oh, at least it's playing now. And if I can get back to Podbean, I'll be good. All right, there we go. We're going to go to the second song. Um, I love this band. This was the first band I ever saw in concert. Um, the Cult. Uh, I know. The, the Cult. The song is Fire Woman. Um, they banned it, I'm sure, because it said fire in it. Um, it was written by the singer Ann Astbury and guitarist Billy Duff. It was the first single released from their fourth studio album, Sonic Temple, and was subsequently featured on all of the Colts' compilation Greatest Hits album, as well as being a steady fixture of the band's live performances. Astbury claims that the infamous Firewoman is a universal symbol along the lines of a primary element. Okay, here they are, the Colts' Firewoman. Hi, Big Chief Thunderline. Welcome. I wonder if anybody else is having the same problems I'm having this morning. Uh.
fucking A D K T P E A T. number 10 and the remains of the cult's highest charting album in the u.s in australia this song plays during the closing credits for formula one sporting broadcast fire women the cult the album sonic temple 1989 and it would chart number four in the u.s and number 22 in canada all right we're going to move on to the next song that was banned um during this that horrible time um it is matt the knife bobby darren kurt wheel and bert tolt birch wrote this song in 1928 for german play the threepenny opera mac is mac heath the title character portrayed as a criminal the light melody can make this feel like an upbeat song, but in contrast, sharply with the lyrics, which are about a murderer. So here it is, Mac and I, Bobby Darren. Oh, the shark baby has such teeth and it shows them pearly away. Just a jackknife has old Maggie Heath and it keeps it uh, out of sight. You know when that shark bites with his teeth, scarlet billows start to spread. Fancy gloves, though, where's old Maggie Heath? So there's never, Thank you, Big never a trace of red. Now on the sidewalk, sing it, Bam Bam, sing it. Sunday morning, uh -huh. lies a body just oozing life. And someone sneaking. He's such a happy little ditty. <laughs> Could not someone be Mac the knife? There's a tugboat down by the river, don't you know? Where a cement bag just drooping on down. Oh, that cement is just, it's there for the there. Five will get you ten old Maggie's back in town. Not you hear about Louis Miller? He disappeared, babe. After going out on his modern cash, and now Maggie Heath spins just like a sailor. Could it be a force to something rash? So Darren decided to perform, perform this song when he saw, well, we already said that, opera, 
and uh, it was in a Greenwich Village in 1958. He thought his own way of presenting the song and started performing it in his nightclub act where he it was well received. Matt the Knife, Bobby Darren, off the album That's All, 1959. It charted number one in both the U.S. and Canada. It sounds so happy, too, you know? Not like somebody's going to come stab you with a knife. <laughs> Back in town. Sing it, Bobby, sing it. All right, we're going to move on to the Dave... Um, Dave Clark Five, bits in pieces is the song. Um, this roused numbers was um, officially created as being written by the Dave Clark and lead singer keyboardist Mike Smith. Some theater owners wouldn't let them play this at concerts because they were worried that fans would jump up and down in time to the beat and damage their venue. Like the rest of the Dave Clark Five catalog, this song wasn't issued on a CD in America until 1993 with the history of the Dave Clark Five collection, which was distributed by Hollywood Records, a um, division of Disney. Clark had held back the rights to the group's catalog, which made their music difficult to find, even for radio stations, many of which didn't play um, DC5 tracks because they didn't have them. Here is Bits and Pieces, the Dave Clark Five. This makes you want to put on a mini skirt with little fringes and just shake. Well, maybe not for some of you guys, but... <laughs> you know, back in that time, it seemed like all the girls' dresses, when they danced, they all, like, shimmied. You can wear the shiny shirt. Serotonin, how are ya? I hope you're well. All right. In signing with Hollywood, Clark was hoping to get songs like this one used in Disney movies, but it didn't happen. With the catalog being held back for nearly two decades, interest in the group's music waned, and many of their songs, including this one, never had a popular research through the use in movies or commercials. Bits and Pieces, the Dave Clark Five, or DC Five if you're cool, album Glad All Over, 1963. It would chart number four in the U.S. All right. We're going to move on to um, the next song that was banned. And these are just in alphabetical order um, of the group, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one is Skeeter, D Skeeter Davis. Skeeter Davis, The End of the World. Um, the End of the World is the pop song written by and 
by composer, author Kent, and lyricist Sylvia D., who often worked as a team. They wrote the song for American singer Skeeter Davis, and her recording of it was highly successful in the 60s, reaching the top five on four different charts, including number two on the main Billboard Hot 100. It's sprawled many um, cover versions, but here we'll listen to Miss Skeeter Davis, The End of the World. And I guess into the world, that's kind of understandable. <laughs> so good to see you, Sarah Tannen. Thank you, Big Chief. Don't they know it's the end of the world? Because you don't love me anymore. I grew up listening to all this music. My mom listened to it. all those to you. <laughs> so the end of the world, of course, is a sad song about the aftermath of a romantic breakup. Um, Dee, the lyricist, said she drew on her sorrow from her father's death to set the mood for this song. The End of the World, Skeeter Davis, off the album, The End of the World, 1962, a chart number two in the U.S. All right, we're going to move on to the next band song, and um, it is America, and they also um, banned any song that had to do with um, America or politics or anything like that, so that's why this one was banned. America, Neil Diamond. This is a tribute to immigration in America, where people all over the world were welcome to come and seek opportunity. Diamond grew up in Brooklyn, New York, where many Euro Europeans arrived. Um, his grandparents were immigrants on his father's side. They came from Poland on his mother's side from Russia. Diamond wrote this for the 1980 movie, The Jazz Singer, where he starred as a young Jewish man who must defy his father to follow his dreams to become a singer. Here is America, Neil Diamond. Thank you, 
serotonin then get up and sing sergeant monday off game i believe you i believe you Diamond on Saturday Night Live. In one bit where they did a fake behind the music, Farrell as Diamond said this song was fueled creatively by my massive hatreds of immigrants, which is not true because as we read before, um, it was just the opposite. So that is America, Neil Diamond off the album, The Jazz Singer, 1980, with chart number eight in um, the US and number 15 in Canada. Yeah, crazy. It was banned too. All right, the next one um, that was banned um, after 9-11 is Holy Diver by Dio. Um, Dio is Ronnie Dames Dio, if, if none of you know, <laughs> the replacement vocalist of Ozzy Osbourne's uh, Black and Sabbath and the original lead singer in the band Rainbow. His solo career was far less successful than Ozzy's, um, and there were some animosity between the two. Um, but when Dio died of cancer on May 16th, 2010, Ozzy released a statement saying, I was very saddened to hear of the passing of Ronnie James Dio. Metal has truly lost one of their greatest voices. So here is Holy Diver, um, Ronnie James Dio. Dang this static. <laughs> Give our fellow people in the chat a follow. 
Spanky with Beans and Weenie, Serotonin and Big Chief Thunderlug. I think that's all that's in here that have shows. Ah, oh, that's good. Good for you. Make some money, make some dough, make some money. And those are... an expression of Dia's rebellion against his Catholic upbringing, which he felt distorted the message of religion. I think it does too. I agree with you. Instead of teaching law that the nuns would keep order by smacking the kids with rulers and telling them they would go to hell if they didn't behave. Um, yeah, that's kind of the, I mean, I didn't go to Catholic church, but I did go to Catholic stuff. And yeah, Holy Diver, Dio, off the album, Holy Diver, 1983, um, charted number 40 in um, the U.S. Um, and since we're talking about the Osbournes, <laughs> I was telling Lewis about this this morning because it was funny. I didn't know for the longest time, probably two years ago, <laughs> was the first time I friggin' asked somebody, what the hell does goat mean? Why is everybody calling people a goat? I have no idea what that means. And then I feel like a dork because I didn't know what it means. Well, I'm not the only one that didn't know what it means. Um, I follow the, uh, this is the Osbournes, right? And they're on um, Instagram. Let me, oh. oh. Scott, you all this. Let me um, start this over. Oh, son of a, why is this? Let me, hold on one second. Here we go. I need it to turn up. Dad, you are this. <laughs> no! The goat. If a someone goat. calls you a goat. You're goat. old and wise. No, Mom. Constipated. Constipated. No, Dad, the greatest of all time is what it stands for. Oh. A goat. Yeah. So when people come up and tell Dad that he's the goat, that's what they mean. Not the, the devil. Great. The devil. No, Mom. Not the devil. Goat. <laughs> goats are with. I know that, Mum. Well, all right. But it's got all nothing right. to do with the devil. Well, it's got... Comes up with you are the fucking oh. goat. Dad, you are... That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> the goat. 
That's what I was thinking too, Sharon. Who comes up with this? Oh, thanks, serotonin. That makes me thanks. You're so sweet. All right, we'll get back to our list. I thought it was funny because I was like, I didn't understand what goat was for the longest damn time. Now I know. All right, the next song, The End by The Doors. Um, let's see. Lead singer Jim Morris initially wrote the lyrics about his breakup with his ex-girlfriend, Mary, um, but it involved um, months of performance at the Whiskey A Go-Go in much longer song. Uh, it didn't really make any sense. The Doors recorded nearly 12-minute version of their self-titled debut album, which was released on January 4th, 1967. The end was ranked at number 336 um, in 2010, Rolling Stones magazine list of 500 greatest songs of all time. Um, and the song's guitar solo was ranked number 93 on Guitar World's um, 100 greatest guitar solos of all time. So here it is, the end, the doors. And it's explicit. Cover your ears. <gasps> to gray, <gasps> how are you salty? Good to see you. Mom, welcome. Thank you for the chair. This is the end. Beautiful friend. Now, this was famously used in the movie Apocalypse Now over the scenes from the Vietnam War. Um, director Francis Ford Coppola had it mixed to include the F, the mother line, the end, the doors, off the album, The Doors, 1967. 
It didn't chart at this time anywhere. It didn't chart. All right, we're going to move on to uh, the next song on the list of songs that were banned after 9-11. Um, and it is uh, The Drifters on Broadway. On Broadway is a song written by Barry Mann and Cynthia Wine in collaboration with the team of Jerry Lieber and Mike Stroller. When Lieber and Stroller let it be known that the Drifters had booked studio time for the following day and were a song short, Mann and Wheel um, forwarded on Broadway. Lean and Stroller liked the song but felt that it was not quite right. The four held an overnight brainstorming session that um, is better known as a version. Now the rock-oriented groove and with more bluesy feel which matched the new lyrics in which the singer is now actually on Broadway and having a hard time. Here is On Broadway, The Drifters. <laughs> Thank you, Bam Bam. They say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. On Broadway. They say there's always magic in the air. On Broadway. But when you're walking down the street and you ain't had enough to eat, the glitter of light off and you're nowhere. Thank you, Big Chief. They say the girls are something else on Broadway. On Broadway. But looking at them just gives me the blues. On Broadway. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, BP. Thank you, DeGray. Thank you, Spanky. Thank you, Big Chief. Thank you, Dan Dan. In 2013, not 13, 13, the 1963 recording of this song by the Drifters on Atlantic Records was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame on Broadway, The Drifters, the album Under the Boardwalk, 1963. It would chart number nine in the U.S. It didn't chart anywhere else, but in the U.S. We move on to the next song. I just like that song. All right, this next one. Um, and I can see where this one was banned. Uh, Bodies, it's called, um, by the Drowning Pool. Bodies is a mosh pit anthem. Wherever Drowning Pool played this live, the mosh pit went crazy. The lyrics are very simple, but the song is fun and full of energy. 
While it may not seem meaningful on the surface, the band has explained that this is about the mosh pit code of honor and the passion of the fans. Okay, here it is. Bodies, drowning pool. Wrestling Entertainment named this the official theme song of SummerSlam. It got a lot of um, play on the WWF shows. Bodies, Drowning Pool, the album Sinners, 2001. It would chart number six in the U.S. Um, <laughs> see what would you think you do? I know. Can you believe it? I went a little crazy right there. <laughs> it just came out. Um, oh my gosh. I just got a message from my friend Bam Bam saying that he can't type in the chat because he was listening to music and watching us. Um, and he was working on an RC car and sliced a tip off of his finger. And he's bleeding, holding his finger up over your head. I hope it stops. <laughs> oh God. Um, poor thing so he can't um, type in the chat. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the next song. Knocking on Heaven's Door, um, Bob Dylan. Um, let's see. This song is written from the perspective of a dying a cheat <laughs> sheriff. Sorry. Um, Mama, take the badge off me. I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark for me to see. I feel like I'm knocking on Heaven's Door. Dylan wrote it for the 1973 Western film, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. He played the sheriff. Um, oh, it plays when Sheriff Colin Baker is dying from his gunshot wounds. Um, Dylan's cameo in the movie as a character alias. Here is Knocking on Heaven's Door, Bob Dylan. And I promise I won't scream like a punk rocker. <laughs> Or they're not considered punk anymore. Is it considered emo now? <laughs> from you. I don't understand that emo. I don't. I mean, I just don't get it. It's happy. It's sad, but you're supposed to be happy. I don't know. It's getting dark, too dark to see. 
Oh, I just knocked a tinfoil hat right off with my screaming, didn't I? <laughs> it's a great song. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Lord, put my gun to the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. That long black cloud is coming down. I feel like knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. One of the few times Dylan authorized his sample was when he let British singer Gabrielle use this song as the basis of her 1999 track, Rise, which went to number one um, in the UK, according to Gabrielle. Dylan not only allowed it, but waived all royalties that he was entitled to. Knocking on Heaven's Door, Bob Dylan off the album, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid soundtrack, 1973. It charted number 12 in the U.S., number six in Canada. I think I have enough time for one more. Um, this last one, and then we'll continue with this list on Wednesday, um, is Santa Monica by Everclear. Um, lead singer Art Atkis, Alexis, Alexius? Well, we'll just call him Art. Art explained that this song, I'm using um, a place where I grew up, and palm trees and iconic references. It's what I grew up with. I grew up in the seaside town of Santa Monica, which is like LA, but on the coast. Um, I've lived in cold places and it's been, I've been in bad relationships and I think everybody has a place in their mind um, that is a safe haven. Um, it also is about getting away from the bad times, the ending of something that is also the beginning of something new, whether it was with someone or getting out of a bad job, um, a bad way of life, an abusive relationship, etc., etc. Here is um, Everclear, Santa Monica. Still living with your ghost, lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. I don't want to be your downtown, I don't want to be your stupid game with my big black boots and an old suitcase. Bye, Serotonin. Good to have a good day. It's good to see you. Thank you so much.
this is off the album Sparkle and Fade in 1995. Um, it charted number one in the U.S. and number five in Canada. Um, I just wanted to mention to you guys um, something that I um, decided to do yesterday um, for um, family member um, who has just been diagnosed with lung cancer. Um, I'm going to do a fight for air climb here in Denver on April 27th. Um, yeah, I've lost my mind, I think, <laughs> because I don't actually have good knees. Um, and I have a lot of different things that could hold me back if I let it. Um, you can listen to a little bit of my story on the squats and thoughts. Um, it's uh, probably about a week or so ago I recorded it, a week and a half ago. You can see it on my recordings, and it tells a little bit about my life story, and that's going to be a new segment that I do with working out and supplements and um, alternative things than just medic medicine. So um, I'm going to do this, and I have to raise at least $100, so I'm going to get all the information and post it on the Dina Joe Facebook page if anybody can help or even just you know forward it and share it. Um, any little bit helps. It all goes to the American Lung Association, um, American um, Flight for Air Climb. Um, it's going to be held at, at uh, Coors uh, Field at the baseball um, stadium. So wish me luck. <laughs> I have to get my knees in shape. So, um, but you know what? I'm not going to let my setbacks hold me back. Um, I'm going to freaking fight it if it takes me all damn day to do it. It's not a race. It's just getting it done and doing it for a good cause. And so that is what I'm doing. So if you guys can um, look for that. And like I said, if you can't help, if you can just share it, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It means a whole lot to me. I don't like to ask for a lot from people. Um, and even if you see at the top, um, any donations that come into this podcast that I have, I've always donated it. Last year, it was all donated it to a um, alpaca llama farm um, uh, that we know. And this year, it's going to St. Jude's um, Children's Hospital. Um, I just feel that that's important to do, um, to um, pay it forward. So I don't keep that money. But this that I'm asking is totally separate than this money that I'm raising here for the podcast. So you'll see that on the Facebook page, on Instagram and stuff. If you see that again, if you can just um, share it, I would greatly appreciate it. So um, that being said, I'm going to turn this up and leave you guys like I always leave you and wish you a happy, happy day. Let's see, get off there. Here we go. <laughs> the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. It's going to try to. It tried to do it to me this morning with Podbean and everything else not working, but it's okay. We got through it. We had a good time. I appreciate you guys so much and um, much love. Have a great rest of your day. Bam, bam. Oh, I hope your fingers stop bleeding. Um, damn. <laughs> guys, bye. One, two, Woo, that's loud. Be safe.